Welcome back to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast presented by Sip Sports. This is your host, John Ashkar, and today with me, I'm back with my co-host, Jack Vanamater. Hello, fine people, and we have a very special episode. We got a really special guest, someone we actually know from our high school, Janie Boyle. Yeah, welcome to the show, Janie. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's really cool to actually like get to be interviewed by people that I actually know. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we're super excited to have you on today. You have a pretty cool story and one that we're really excited to share. So for those of you who do not know Janie, she is an incoming junior diver at the University of Texas. She is entering her third year in the program. She is from Orange High School, like we said. That's where Jack and I both graduated from in Cleveland, Ohio. She placed the third overall, her team did, in the NCAA 2021 championships. She was a 2021 honorable mention All-American And she even competed in the 2021 Olympic trials. So adding a lot of big stuff to your resume this past year, Janie. Yeah, it was like pretty much one of the most interesting years of my life. I mean, with COVID and everything, it's kind of crazy to talk about. I ended up getting quarantined three times. So Mm -hmm. to be able to come back from that and do all this stuff at the end of the year was really, really special. Like we said, we went to high school with you. It's really cool seeing someone that we're in an AP bio class with going and competing at Olympic trials. So it's cool where life has taken us. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really weird too, for me, like just being able to talk to people that I know it's a lot less intimidating. It definitely, and even like watching the Olympics, it's even weirder for me too, because it's just like my teammates there that I practice with every day. It's like really humbling, I guess. Yeah, it brings a real like personable aspect to it. Like it's you kind of get to know the people behind the. the you get publicity. to you know the people on TV. That's pretty crazy. Like you right. said, your coach is there and everything, so it's got to be cool. <laughs> Getting into our first question, I just kind of wanted to know, you know, at the beginning, how did you get into such a unique sport like diving, and, and where in Cleveland did you find a place to start developing your diving skills? So I was a gymnast for a really long time. Like I started doing gymnastics at like four or five years old because I was a really hyperactive kid. I was flipping around my house. My parents were like, okay, we need to put her into something or she's going to seriously hurt herself. So I started doing gymnastics. And in eighth grade, I ended up getting injured pretty bad. I broke my hand. And then like the week I came back after injury, I broke my foot. Mm. I'd seen a couple girls tear their ACLs. It was pretty like bad. Like gymnastics is a sport of attrition. Like you just got to outlast everybody else. And at that point I was like, okay, like I want to do something else. I'm not enjoying this anymore. So a lot of gymnasts that quit ended up going into diving because it's very similar. The, the flipping, the twisting, the body awareness is all the same. And I ended up finding a awesome club. It's called American Flyers Diving with my coach, Mark Cahallen in um, Solon, Ohio. So yeah, it was like, it was such an easy transition. The only thing that was really hard was gymnastics. You have to land on your head or your, your feet and then diving, (laughs) you have to go into your head. So that's like a little bit of adjusting. Yeah. That's gotta be tough. It's a whole different spectrum, but one little quick question. A lot of gymnasts are like super short. Do you have to be pretty short to be a diver or like they all like source of heights? No. Um, a lot of the guys are really short, like the two people that are going for platform diving, the two guys that are at the Olympics right now are mm-hmm. like five, four, five, five. But honestly, you don't really have to have a certain body type. I kind of lucked out because I quit gymnastics when I was young enough that it didn't stunt my growth. 
I mean, I was five, one, five, two when I quit. And then I grew six inches the year that I stopped. So <laughs> yeah, I, I got lucky, but no, there's no specific body type, which is the cool thing about diving. You can succeed no matter what you look like. There you go. So moving forward with your career, you were able to win two state championships here in high school. How do you think those high pressure moments and situations help prepare you for college diving? It was probably some of the best experience I got because it really puts you in a like high pressure, high stakes environment at a young age. And when you go to college, you're not just diving for yourself, you're diving for a team. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing in high school. I was diving for orange. Whereas when you do club over the summer, you're pretty much diving for yourself and it's not as team invested. So I would say it was definitely some of the best experience that I got for college because you're like, okay, I'm doing this for me, but I'm also doing this for the swimmers. And it's just such an awesome feeling when you get to come back and everyone's so excited for you because everyone understands what a state title means. That's really cool. So kind of moving on to your, your college now, Orange is not a big high school. Yeah, we only had, you know, it's only about 160 per graduating class. So how did you go from Orange to going to Austin, Texas and like kind of go through your recruiting there as well? Like how did that come about? So you usually get recruited through club because I competed at a lot of national meets when I was during the summers like actually junior nationals is going on right now, which is funny. And that's where you get recruited. I took trips to Harvard, Ohio state and Texas. And then I had two more trips scheduled for Berkeley and Stanford, but I canceled those. The recruiting process is pretty rigorous. It takes a lot of like thinking it's a different kind of pressure because even though everyone's like, Oh God, I hope I get in places. I have to think about other things. Like, do I like the coach? Do I like the Mm -hmm. pool? Do I like the city? And I have to say it was really challenging at Texas at first because being an orange, you're a big fish in a small pond. But when you go to Texas, like everyone there is the best at what they do. And it's intimidating, but it's also so exciting because you're like, wow, I can use these people around me to get better, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. so awesome. Right. Yeah. You're, you're in an elite school with almost like every sport. So it's got to be pretty cool. And it sounded like the other schools that you had offers to anyways were pretty big too. So talking about your college days now, Texas recorded their first top three finish in the NCAA championships since 2001, grabbing third there. How was the experience diving on such a big stage versus the rest of the country? And what expectations do you have for yourself at the championships next year? Being on that third place team and scoring points for them was probably one of the best moments of my life. It really sucked that we couldn't have fans there, but being able to actually like be in the stands and watch the final races and like seeing the points ticking on the board was just an unreal feeling. We got to go down and get our trophy and take a picture with it, which was so freaking cool. I was really honestly like pretty disappointed with how I finished, even though I was ninth after the prelim the way that they do it is there's an a final and a b final Mm -hmm. and the a final is top eight and i finished ninth which Mm. really hurt yeah by like probably five points which in diving terms is like a toe point like it's it's so small of a margin oh man um but the way that i've increased my chances of doing better next year so diving certain dives have more difficulty than others Mm -hmm. And I learned a lot 
more harder dives that can have the potential to score better. And I competed those and I competed them well at Olympic trials. So I'm really excited looking forward to next year because I have such a bigger and more exciting repertoire of dives to compete. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to kind of ask like in moving into that next question, what areas of your diving do you think you can improve on? And then what areas has your coach Matt Scoggin like helped you improve the most since you kind of got to Texas? So Matt Scoggin is the best coach I've ever had because he just thinks he's a huge thinker. He Mm -hmm. plans, he understands what each diver individually needs to do to improve. The thing he's helped me the most with is definitely just competition mindset, how to go into a meet and just know how to compete and put your dives in the water and diving honestly is the most mental sport that I can think of. Mm. Like you do a dive and then you sit around for 30 minutes waiting to do another one in the middle of a competition. Like imagine you like you're playing baseball and you take one pitch at a time and then you sit out for 30 minutes and then you go back up and you take another, like how, how much of mental strain do you think that would take? And so he's definitely improved that and he's improved my strength a ton, especially with weightlifting. I didn't really lift in our high school and stuff. So now I've started lifting in college and my strength and my vertical have gone up so much. Hmm. That's really interesting. So kind of to that point, like, do you have like a, a routine that you go through in between dives or preparing for dive, because I feel like it'd be really tough if you, if you like, let's say you go up for a dive and you didn't do very well on it. I feel like mentally that would be really tough. And then you there... have to go sit for a half an right. hour right after that. Mm-hmm. So we, both my coaches in high school and in college, ironically, one of my assistant coaches in high school is named Matt as well. Mm-hmm. He's the Harvard coach now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Both of my coaches have said the next thing that the most important dive is the next one. Like, so you have to just do whatever you did behind you and just put it back in the back of your mind. If it was good, if it was bad, because you can't go up on that 10 meter, 33 feet up in the air and be thinking about the last dive that you did. It's just not possible. What I usually do, which is kind of funny. Sometimes I bring my switch with me and I like play a video game or something like that. Or like I'll bring homework or something because both of those things take like your full focus and you have to be doing something else. Like you can't be thinking about something else to do them. So that's helped me a ton to like take my brain away from the meat. There you go. That, that's a good way to take your mind off of everything. That is really interesting. Like <laughs> listening to music or something. Just, <laughs> or doing homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually do it a lot because a lot of our mates are during the, or during like peak times of school so i have to be doing something (laughs) do your do any of your teammates do that too or is that kind of just something that you that helps you oh they always make fun of me for (laughs) it um it's definitely just me because i'm majoring in biochem so there's like a constant demand for stuff to do yeah they mostly listen to music or like go on tiktok and stuff but like for me i found that that's not immersive enough like Mm -hmm. i need to be doing something like really taxing got you so talking about like a really high pressure like situation or trials, you finished seventh at these past Olympic trials. What was that experience like? And do you plan on going again in 2024? Absolutely. The cool thing about this trials is I wasn't planning on making it. It's really funny because people are like, oh, I'm so sorry you didn't make it. And I'm like, it's okay. I wasn't planning <laughs> on going. The top five people 
all of them are retiring after this Olympics runaround. So I'm technically in the top two now of people that are still around. Dang. So then they take two to the Olympics. So I think I have a really good shot of making it in the next like three years or so. I'm going to start doing synchronized diving again, which is cool. My coach is really into that. And then they're adding a new event at the world championships this year, which is called mixed synchronized diving. So my partner would be a guy. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be trying to do all those events because there's two really cool meets in the summer this year. One is the world university games. So like people in universities and different countries all come to compete. And then that is in China and then the world university game or world championships is in Japan. So I hope to make one or both of those in the winter this year. Do you have any idea who you want to do the synchronized diving with? Which this is really funny. So my club teammate, Lyle, he attends Ohio state mm-hmm. and we've been talking about doing mixed synchro together. Cause we do a lot of the same stuff because when you, practice together in club, you learn a lot of the same movements because mm-hmm. you've been in pl- or practicing together for years. So I think it would really work out. So I would love to do mixed synchro with him because we've, we've known each other forever and we've been club teammates forever. So it would be so freaking cool to go to my first international meet with someone I know so well. That has to help too with chemistry and just, you know, having that history with someone too. Yeah, like you get up on the 10 meter and you're like, okay, I trust you. Yeah, like I know you right. can do your job and I'll do mine. That's cool. So in, in your two your first two college years, what have been some of your best memories from diving so far? This year's Big 12s was definitely one of my favorites because it was the best competition I've ever been in and it was with my teammate. We were going back and forth the whole meet. We were within like two points of each other and even though I didn't win, I wouldn't have wanted to get second to anyone else. Her name's Pella Pineda. She's a diver from Mexico that dives at Texas. And she's like the coolest and nicest person I know. And to like, just be like competing against her and going back and forth was so fun. Olympic trials too was so much fun because my whole team was there. We had the largest team qualify for the mm-hmm. meet, which was so freaking cool. We had 10 people go. A lot of us made finals, so we were all in Indianapolis for two weeks, hanging out in the hotel, like practicing together, and that was so much fun. So definitely those two things. And then also taking a chartered plane from Texas to West Virginia for Big 12 my freshman year. That was pretty cool. That was cool. You guys got a private chat. <laughs> yeah, That's we awesome. got it. Like, and it was not like one of those small planes. It was like an actual like Boeing plane. It was huge. <laughs> It's just us. That's when you've made it right there. Yeah, it was so cool. That's sweet. Talking more like about the Big 12 and everything, Texas and Oklahoma just recently announced their move to the SEC in 2025. And now this may not affect you if it does take place in 2025 unless they agree to some big buyout or something. But what do you think it would look like diving in the SEC versus the Big 12? It would would completely change everything. So... Big 12 for swimming and diving is pretty small, especially for the men. I mean, Texas men won the NCAA this year, but Big 12 is literally three teams because of Title IX stuff. A lot of teams cut their men's swim and dive team. So Hmm. for men, it's just TCU, Texas, and West Virginia. And then for women, it's just 
Kansas, Iowa State, Texas, West Virginia, and TCU. So it's really not that competitive. But if we were to move to the SEC within the next two years, it would be an actual real conference meet. And I think it would change a lot of the swimming schedule because with taper and stuff, the men don't really taper for Big 12s at all. But I think they'd actually have to taper and prepare for this meet because Florida's in there and Georgia's in there. And these are actual real teams that they're competitive with at the national level. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So could you like now see other athletes maybe kind of like giving you guys slack or something because Texas is moving? In what way? Like other like Big 12 schools being like, oh, like I'm turning my back on you because you guys are like leaving or something. Oh, I can totally see that happening. I don't think the other teams are very happy that we both agreed to leave. And honestly, it's shocking to me that Texas and Oklahoma were able to come to like an agreement about anything. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think Kansas and other schools are going to maybe try to go the Pac-12 route. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they're aiming to do. But I'm sure they're not happy that they're, we just decided to move. I mean, A&M was so angry that we were coming <laughs> to the SEC. They were so mad. It's pretty funny, too, because, I mean, their football isn't great either. So <laughs> I don't know what they're so worried about. Yeah, yeah they, they want to be the one SEC but, Texas school. And now you guys are stealing their thunder, which is funny. It's not like they're going to win the SEC. No, A&M I, I hasn't agree. been good in years. Yeah, <laughs> Since Johnny Manziel, really. yeah all right so what goals do you have for the remainder of your career with diving is there anything that you really want to check off your bucket list i want to a final on on platform so i want to be in that top eight and i want to be an all-american i want to qualify for worlds or world cup within the next two years i'd love to make one of those meets and travel with usa diving I mean, to be bold, I want to make the Olympics in 2024. That would be the absolute dream. And I think that if mixed synchro gets added to the Olympics in 2024, I'll have three chances, three events to qualify in. So that would be unbelievable. And then hopefully we are adding the girl who swam the 1500 and got second to Katie Ledecky this summer to Texas in the fall. Erica... I don't remember her name, Erica. And then Lydia Jacoby, the girl who beat the girl from Indiana and the 100 breasts, that Alaskan girl, she's also coming mm-hmm. to Texas. Oh, yeah. She's the, the breasts. She's like 17. So yeah, 17. our goal, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping adding these people will, Erica Sullivan, that's her name. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping adding these people and adding a bunch of other really good recruits in diving and swimming that we can win a championship in the next two or three years. That's really cool. You guys are building up. Yeah, yeah, we got two. We have actually three Olympians coming in because Haley Hernandez was the 18-year-old for a three-meter springboard that was there this summer, and she's coming here in the fall. So she's really good. That's sweet. So our last big question is: What aspirations do you have for like life after diving? You said you're studying like biochemistry. I want to go to medical school. That's the goal. I'm. I have a plan. For the next couple of years, but obviously it's never going to go perfectly. I want to go to medical school after I finish diving and then hopefully go into the surgical field. I did my senior project with a surgeon at Cleveland Clinic. So I got to like follow a bunch of surgeons around and that was like literally the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I knew that that was what I want to do with my life. 
school's always been something to me that honestly kind of embarrassing, but I do enjoy, like, I don't hate it. So I know that going to school for a lot, a couple more years or so would be fine for me and I'd succeed in that. That's cool. I mean, that's great. And you say embarrassing, but like, I mean, the fact that you're, you're doing a biochem major while being on the diving team and competing for these trials is incredible. Like your yeah, story it's super is, impressive. Yeah, super I impressive. want to be able to do that. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, believe it or not, it helps so much because I've learned with college, even though I'm in a sport that practices 20 hours a week, I have way more downtime than I did in orange. And like, I can't even imagine not doing a sport because I would not be motivated to do anything and having a sport it takes up so much like a huge chunk of your day that you're like okay i have to do my homework now and it mm-hmm. keeps you productive and like on pace i guess is the way i would put it like if i was doing nothing i would be so lazy <laughs> yeah it's just time management if yeah. you're going to be a doctor you really got to know how to manage your time so it's setting you up for success yeah absolutely all right so we're going to hop into these quick questions now like we said it's just fun goofy stuff just first thing that comes okay. to your head so first one is pretty straightforward. What other sports did you play in high school, if any? I swam. I did softball for two years, and I played soccer for three hours a goalie. Cool. Who is your most impressive teammate at Texas? My most impressive teammate at Texas. Okay, this is going to be kind of lame, but my boyfriend is also a diver. He graduated in 2020. He was six at Olympic trials. He's gone to so many countries. He's gone to Australia, Spain, Italy, China, and a bunch of cool other places because he's qualified for so many international meets. And Mm -hmm. so he's going to try and work at a tech company while training for diving. So that's really impressive. That's cool. So favorite diving trick, what's your go-to move? I just learned this dive. It's an inward three and a half tuck on 10 meter it's my favorite dive because I can like feel it really well in the air mm-hmm. and I can spot it really well. And if I do it well, it's going to be for like nines, which I'm really proud of. That's crazy. All right. Your favorite place to eat here in Cleveland. It's <sighs> hard. My favorite place to eat in Cleveland. Honestly, if I'm going like the nice route, probably I'm Italian. I love going there. And then if I want a burger, I will definitely go to like Swenson's. I talk, I rave about it. It's cool. People do not understand. <laughs> do they not have Swenson's on there? They don't have Swenson's. No, it's just like an Ohio Cleveland thing. But we do have In-N-Out. It's okay. It's pretty good. Is In-N-Out worth the hype? Is it? It's worth the hype in certain circumstances. Like, I mean, I'll eat it during the day. It's fine. It's just nice after like... <laughs> You've been out for a long time, and you're like, I need a good, I need a good meal, yeah, I need yeah. a burger. <laughs> so, any special talents or hobbies that the the viewers might not know about? Let me think. Honestly, I'm really. My teammates will disagree, but I'm pretty good at Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> I love to play Mario Kart. I like to play like all of the Super Mario games. Like me and my teammate Brendan, we would literally come back from practice like in our two hours because we're so tired that like, we're not going to go outside and do outside things mm-hmm. but like we'd come back and we'd literally just grind on beating our super mario world and we were <laughs> i love it that's great <laughs> all right what is your favorite show to binge watch my favorite show to binge watch is 
Definitely The Office. I put it on in the background of everything that I do because I know all the episodes by heart pretty <laughs> much. And like, I'm someone that doesn't like to do work in silence. So I'll always have mm-hmm. it on in the background when I'm doing things. That's impressive. So what is your favorite musical artist and what's on your pregame warm-up playlist? My favorite music artist right now is definitely, I mean, I listen to all like the Megan Thee Stallion songs before I dive because they're pretty like yeah. pump up and stuff. <laughs> She's awesome. I'm also a big Sean fan too. He's awesome too. That's cool. And 2016 Chance. Everything else after that was not very good. I did not <laughs> like his recent album, but like Coloring Book and um, I don't remember the like other one Acid before that. But with like, like favorite that. song and um, that, his SoundCloud albums were so good. Mm-hmm. His early stuff for sure. Well, that is all we have. Janie, thank you so much for taking your time to come on the show today. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is actually so much fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, you're you're very impressive. I did not know a ton of stuff about you before doing this interview, so I'm really glad we, we got to talk to you. And best of luck moving forward. You it looks sounds like you got some big goals and dreams ahead. I hope that goes well. Yeah, the season is gonna be really fun. We actually have some away meets, so we have to do the travel, which will be fun. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you guys so much. And thanks to you guys if you made it this far listening to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast. Today's intro beat was made by Cold Melody on YouTube. We'll have a link to it in the description. Also, make sure you all go give Janie a follow on Instagram at JanieBoyle8 and on Twitter at JanieBoyle35. Huge thanks again to Janie for taking her time to come on the show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay updated with our show and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the Hottest underscore Take Pod. Also, make sure you rate the show and leave some feedback. Thanks again, y'all, and see you next time.